0: So I get a lot of people on calls, when I'm on calls, and they say, like, "Um, I'm worried about failing, I'm worried about losing money, I'm worried about, you know, um, the unknown. And and I say, those are all the things that will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're not getting away from it, you're going to lose money, you're going to
1: take some L's, and you don't know what the heck is coming up. Be afraid, you will be afraid. But just do it. Yeah. Because we're afraid of everything. Think yeah. about when we were baby nurses going to the floor. Right. I was so scared putting a needle yes. in somebody. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now I'm like, right. boom. There you right. Can. Use that fear as a positive feedback. Yeah. Like- hey, nurses.
0: I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens.
2: We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse step into your power as an entrepreneur, and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have, and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it.
0: Welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift, where you guys know we're bringing in the dope people to help you nurses get your business started. I am Dr. Kiana Jones. And I'm Crystal P, the Beauty NP. And today is a very special episode. First of all, We're in Houston. Let's start there. (laughs) And second of all, we just realized when we were setting up that this is, this marks our one year anniversary. We have actually been doing our podcast for a year. (laughs) (laughs) and so it's extremely (laughs) special for us because we started ugly and so you guys know we come on and we talk to you about entrepreneurship and mindset and all the things but we are really truly living it and so the perfect person to have here with us today who is also living it is miss tiffany tiffany aka Telehelppreneur, is joining us today
1: Tiffany, introduce yourself. Hello, I am Tiffany Brown. I'm a certified family nurse practitioner. I am from Houston, Texas, area into my city. Um, I am on all social medias, telehealthpreneur. Yes. All right.
0: And so today is going to be a little different than what we normally do, you guys, because I consider this like a sister girl conversation. Now we've been knowing Tiffany for a very long time. And so Tiffany, I really want to, because most of the people who are following and listening, they may be either aspiring to be an entrepreneur or more likely at the beginning part of their journey Mm -hmm. and so I want to because I we have been very close throughout your journey and I want to talk about like the different pivotal moments on your trajectory that has led you to this very moment right here and so I'll be asking you a series of questions and of course Chris is going to be asking you some questions as well but can you take us to like where this all began we don't have to we tell us you've been a nurse for a while we know that but like where did the when did the entrepreneurial bug like bite you when did you like think
1: and the light bulb went off what was that process like um it probably was during grad school I was doing my clinical rotation at a clinic that was owned by a nurse practitioner Uh and she was doing amazing like she was doing so well that she had to open multiple clinics to accommodate accommodate the um, amount of patients that she was getting so that was my first like representation really does matter and so seeing her do that I was like oh yeah I'm gonna do that one day for sure absolutely um so that was the very first bug that i had but obviously the idea of doing all that sounded very far and i thought i would be like in my 40s when i finally decided to start. don't do that don't do that do not do that that's still young not for okay good all right <laughs> so um so after I got out of grad school and I felt very comfortable as a nurse practitioner, and then I was like, all right, it's time for me to do something else. So I started making meal, I started doing meal preps. So oh, right, my, one of my first businesses was a meal prepping business. And then I also did, um, y'all know those tumblers where you put the sparkles on them and personalize them. I also, oh, yeah. so I had, like had the entrepreneurship bug in me, but I never really thought about doing it in the nursing uh-huh. And so once um, I was like, okay, it's time for me to start that practice that you wanted to start, Tiffany. So then um, I remembered having a virtual visit with MD MD live which was like the OG telemedicine practice Mm -hmm. and so um, I remember when I had that visit I saw that doctor and I said I want to be like you like I want to see patients virtually one day Mm -hmm. so once I got more serious about it I started researching what's the best way to do that how can I open a telemedicine business can I open a telemedicine business and so once I figured it out and the answer was yes it was go time from there so that happened in 2020.
0: Dang. Mm -hmm. And so what was your process as far as research? Did you just go on like Google and then spend countless hours?
1: Like what? Yes, I did. Originally, I did. I mean, I I Googled a whole lot about what was allowed for nurse practitioners, what was allowed in my state, And I, at the time, it was still during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have a lot of patients. So I would like use the printer at my job and print out like 50 pages of search and go Uh home and like highlight it all and organize it Mm -hmm. and i did find someone who had a course that would that kind of broke down a little bit of it Mm -hmm. but it gave me it it told you what you needed but not how to go do it so i still had to spend countless hours and mistakes trying to figure out Mm -hmm. how to actually do it Mm -hmm. but yeah i I always say like i was hungry enough to do it i was i wanted it so bad you every day after work i went into my living room and i had these books everywhere these binders everywhere every day i was working on it and it finally happened and actually it's really good to keep those binders because i've looked at them recently right and from 2020 until now i have accomplished everything that i put in that journal i was like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and i've done it
0: Mm -hmm. and what were some of your steps as far as like
1: mindset did you do anything do you feel like you so did you know i didn't know about mindset at first Mm -hmm. and one of the biggest things in life that will definitely test you is entrepreneurship like it will test you against it real fast <laughs> so um i didn't really know or understand about mindset until i did invest in a business coach mm-hmm. so going to networking events i remember my first networking event that i spent like more than a hundred dollars on i was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but that's actually where i met like, you yeah, yeah and then um i met another one of my business besties at and it was a, it was great and yeah. so, that was my first time. I don't think if I didn't have guidance, I probably would not have connected the dots that I yeah. needed to stay mentally ahead of the journey mm-hmm. because you, your business is only as healthy as you are. Mm. Oh, that's powerful.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so true. Um, so, going back to so you had all these binders, what was the moment where you said, okay, I'm, gonna start, I'm going to start putting this into practice? Like, did you have to, um, I guess, build the build out first, or did you focus on clients first, or did you focus on what service do you want to offer?
1: Yeah, so there's something definitely called infobesity where you could just like (laughs) take all this info in and then you look back a year later and you're like, okay, I have all this information, but like, what have you done? Yeah. So the best way that I kind of stopped myself from going into infobesity mode or analysis paralysis is also a term. I put a deadline on it and I work very well with deadlines. And so I was like, by September, no matter what's going on, you will announce that you have this business. And so. In September, I announced that I had the business. Could I see a patient? Yes. Was it pretty to see that patient? Absolutely not. It was a hot mess. But because I said that I was going to do it, I didn't care that it wasn't perfect. I was like, I'm going to figure it out as we go. And I am a strong believer that God wouldn't send somebody to me. Um early, thought one sent someone to me that I wasn't prepared for yeah. or had ill will towards me. Mm-hmm. So my first few patients, they were very patient with me. They were understanding. They knew that, honestly, I was doing better than all the providers that they had seen before because I took time. I asked right. them questions. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't care that my logo wasn't on the, in the right, right. form. <laughs> they were like, well, I didn't even notice that. You know, <laughs> they only wanted what I already had in me. Mm-hmm. And the rest is just bonus. You know, yeah. Just doing it. I always told you that you were a
0: a master, um, executor, like, because you would all, you'd say what you're going to do and you do it. And like, even me, I, I still, that's a big challenge for me. I'm, I'm much better, but like, and Crystal, we talk about it too. Like we, it's a it's a struggle like you know because you it's always other things you can be doing like if you try to do it at home you got lunch you got kids you got this if you try to do it at your job at your location at your med spa or your office you got other things you can be doing so like what are some things it's one thing to set a deadline but like how did you do it because <laughs> a deadline is just a deadline but like how did you take the? did you break them down
1: into bite-sized pieces and say every day I'm going to do two yeah. such and such or what did you do right so if I put something on my to-do list and it it's a big task okay so setting up your EMR system for instance uh-huh. just that's one of the tasks so putting that on my to-do list just like that set up my EMR system after work, if I only had 30 minutes, I'm like, that's too much. I won't be able to sit. <laughs> I only have an hour. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. And then I look back a month later, I still haven't set up my handwork. Yes. So instead, I would take that big task, and then I would break it down into 20-minute tasks, 30-minute tasks, 45-minute tasks, and I would make it into a checklist, and then I would feel better when I can check something off Mm -hmm. so physically I would check it off and I'd be like you did something today that got you a little bit closer to that goal as opposed to just staring at it like I don't have time I don't have time yes oh so breaking it down into smaller pieces and it's human nature for us to feel like we succeeded in something yeah so if you keep that big task as a as a check you're never not never it's going to take a long time for you to be able to check it off even Mm -hmm. if you're doing it in small steps yeah so if you just make it into smaller pieces and then you tell yourself like look at all that I did today yeah that keeps you motivated like okay I am going somewhere it does feel like I'm moving yeah that's something
2: because yeah. um I do that <laughs> but like I don't have time for that today don't but you're right if I broke it down consistently mm-hmm. into white size pieces
1: I break it I break it all the way down as far as like eating lunch like making my snack eating lunch drinking coffee I put everything down because the there there has to be something. I'm sure there's a scientific word for it. Something is released in my brain when I'm like, just sounds just like that. dopamine. <laughs> dopamine <whatever. laughs> it's like, girl, you did something today. Mm-hmm. As opposed to feeling like, because I didn't uh, do that big task, I didn't do anything. Yeah. 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 I th- my therapist taught me that. She told me that a lot of women we when we don't feel like that we accomplished something we are buried down on ourselves and mm-hmm. it takes a lot to get out of that place mm-hmm. so if every day you can say that you've accomplished something okay. you you don't you still go into that place but not as deep and you can get yourself back out that's what my therapist told me that my um self-worth is not reflected or tied to how much I got it in
2: productivity and that was like a big release yeah too because I feel like just so down on myself Yes. um
1: because I didn't get anything done mm-hmm. but that doesn't it doesn't. It doesn't. And then she would tell me to put my hand on my heart and ask myself, did I do the best I could? Yes. Is there something on my to-do list that still needs to be done, but can wait until tomorrow? Almost every time it's yes, because yeah. I'm in an emergency room. Yeah. So nobody's life for you. Yeah. Nobody's life is no dependent gonna on No one's going to die because mm-hmm. I didn't check it off. So it's like, okay, go to sleep and move on.
0: So you started your practice... And then you dare to venture into helping other people start their practice. So tell me what that, like, what, why?
1: I started my practice and um, I was just minding my business. (laughs) And other nurse practitioners would find my practice online and they'd reach out to me and they would message me. And they would ask me how I did this, how I did that. And I'm sitting there like, me? are you you're asking me yeah from the outside looking in it looked like they had it way more put together than yeah i had yes, and yes. that's when i learned the difference between just doing it ugly because yes. like i was doing a lot on the back end even though it may not have felt like it to me right i obviously was mm-hmm. and so it started off with um, me just answering a few questions and then as you both know those mm-hmm. questions can become a lot more and then it mm-hmm. takes more time mm-hmm. so then i just added this call i was like 15 dollars. i was like at least if they have to put their card in they won't waste my time so at least i don't mind giving some information if they feel a little committed to it so um i did that and then people were the things that i was telling them it was sounded very like common sense to me but then they were very amazed by it yeah like okay maybe I do know a little bit something. you know, how you just need to feel like, okay, maybe I do know a little bit more than what I feel like I know. Yeah. And so then it turned into a little bit more. And then whenever I, um, initially I was working with you and I wanted to grow yeah. um, a particular program in my clinic. And you're like, do you know how many people don't know how to do what you're doing? Yeah. Because at the time I had like 36 licenses. I was seeing patients all over the country. Yeah. And so I was like, really? And so we kind of just dabbled in it and yeah. boom, it really is. And it's been so rewarding. Like, first of all, I still feel like I'm doing it ugly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and for sure. It's, it's been, true. it's my telehealth for nine no year anniversary as well. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Yeah! So it's it right it. right. <laughs> Damn. a day a whole year. Oh. But, uh, so much. And I'm, yeah, so many nurse practitioners just like, even if they haven't launched their practice yeah the idea that they know that there's a means to an it, uh, 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 like, possible yes they, they see if representation matters like the np so that, that encouraged me to start it she didn't know she encouraged me yeah but just by doing what she was doing I'm yeah like, oh my gosh i can do it yeah so that's the
2: same. that's I how said. my well at first was um an entrepreneur and she was like oh no i would never work as a, a staff np and i'm like really And then she starts telling me and then that's when it's like. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. This is something that yeah. I I um that's so cool. It's
0: something that I I want to scream to the roof. Like I you can't unknow it. Is the is the problem for us. Mm-hmm. And so because you can't you just want everybody to see it through your lenses because as you grow, especially as a coach and a mentor, you are constantly in a position where you are learning where you are elevating. And as you start to put the pieces together, it's kind of like that scene from A Beautiful Mind where you're seeing all this, you're like, oh, sh- sh- shit, shit, thank you. Like, yeah. I can be yeah. my own micro healthcare system on my own. Absolutely. Like, I don't have to, like, if you look, really think about it, I was thinking about this on the plane here. And I was like, you know, we go to school and, mm-hmm we study, we sacrifice, we invest, we take out loans, we whatever. And then we graduate, we take a test, we pay for that. You become a nurse practitioner, you go back to school, and then you take a certificate or a test exam, whatever, you take that. And then you go and you work for somebody? Yeah. That pays you what they want to pay though. Like they don't even just Give you back what you already invested. They pay you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then tell you what you can do, when you can do it, how you can. Yeah. And then I'm like, in my mind, I was thinking on the plane, I was like, like doctors and nurses, nurse practitioners, all of us, like we can create our own micro healthcare system yeah. and we will provide much better care yes. because there's that no the system part. we remove the middleman. Like, and so you, I can't unlearn that. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't unlearn that. And so, even when we're talking to healthcare professionals, We come from that perspective where a lot of them are not in the place yet. But I want you to see, like, I want to articulate that to you so you can understand why we are so driven the way we are. It's not, now, Tiffany, you already a driven person. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because from the time I met you, that's just who you are. But most of us are not like that. We require, like, a push, right? And we require someone to tell us and introduce us to (laughs) introduce us to, um, to our better version of ourselves and other options like you said um, you, what did you call it um, representation is important we look for that and so for me that's what happened to me but I'm not motivated I'm mo- the most procrastin I procrastinate so much but if it comes to helping other people baby I am going to go to the end of the earth to help other people. And so that's what drives me, not like just my own motivation. But I feel like Tiffany, with you and your you helping other nurse practitioners, for me, it's a no brainer. Like nurse practitioners? Like, yes, you're a medical provider. Yeah. How, but yet you, I know, because when we were at the Chicago event, people were saying to you like, huh? Yeah. Like you, you I, I thought we had to, and I'm just thinking, y'all didn't know. But you know what, it's by design. It's not an accident that you don't know how to leverage your license. And then here you have us content creators and on social media, pointing and dancing, telling you what's your degree, multiple degrees, telling you what you can do. So what? Tell me how how's your conversation and how do you? Some of the things that you may tell, you know, nurse practitioners on your calls that kind of what's the most common thing you've heard and like what's the thing that you usually tell them that'll flip
1: that switch? Yeah. So the first thing that I do, I'm like, you have to let go of everything that you know of, that you believe how a nurse practitioner should practice, how, where they should practice, how much they should be paid to practice. You mm-hmm. have to let all that go mm-hmm. before I can even have a conversation with you about telemedicine or entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So first, I'm like, let it all go. The second one is you do realize when you start this telemedicine practice that you are jumping into entrepreneurship like they're not separate Mm. so i feel like unfortunately a lot of people see the benefits of working from everywhere and the virtual aspect and i want to do this i don't want to work for anyone else but i'm (laughs) like okay we can do that but you also have to be ready to become your own everything That MA in the front that that signs people in, you're not going to have that anymore, right? Mm -hmm. That the back billers, you're not going to have them anymore. Is it possible? Absolutely. Like, I've been doing it for three years now. It's absolutely possible. But first, we got to switch your mindset from a medical provider to a business owner. Uh Because now you're not a hospital that accepts everybody. Uh You get to choose who you want to work with. Mm. And that in itself is powerful. Because we all have our own superpower. Yeah. Like I'm a family nurse practitioner, but do not put a pediatric patient in front of me. Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't, I would not do well with them. They would not do well with me, but I can do very well with entrepreneurs, with executives, because the way that I give care is very direct. Mm -hmm. They like that. They're like, okay. So first you need to recognize that you have everything that you need already inside of you to be successful and the reason that you even have that bug the reason that you're on my page you're in my webinar you want to talk to me is because there's something more inside of you than you're already doing so you don't have to question it anymore don't ask can i can i can i can I? now it's like how can i get this how how much do i need to print out where can i highlight all of this like teach me how to do this because you already have that seed. Yeah. There's I don't even know how many people on this earth there are, but not everybody has that seed. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that they're not, they're gonna they're not gonna be successful. Yeah. But when you do have it, it's because there's something else on the other side, and now it's time it's your responsibility to go explore it. One of the things that you told me that like sticks to me when it comes to someone um not letting other people down, you're like the longer that it takes for you to do the thing the more those people that you're meant to help are going without the scene. As a provider, that like, yeah, chills. Yes. There's something inside Mm -hmm. that you're like, I know I can help a lot of people with PCOS or hormone imbalance or whatever the situation is. I know I can help them, but where I am right now, I only get 15 minutes with them. So there are people, you feel like that because there are people that you can help. And so the longer that you sit on it, The longer those people are going without your help, and that right there, that
0: oh, even you hearing you say it, and I know I said it, but it still gives me chills because, especially as us as healthcare providers and healthcare professionals, like most of us are in it because we want to give, Mm -hmm. and so you are. Imagine being in a position where you can serve the masses, yeah, like way more. Mm -hmm. And then, and then in your situation, Chris, um, uh, Crystal, in your situation, Tiff, you're literally putting out people and helping, you know, mentoring. And groom uh, providers who can
1: then turn around and do that. It's like absolutely. It just it was a, it was an answered prayer. Like I found a video because you know we document all the time. <laughs> so I found a video. I was in my um, apartment in whatever year I lived in an apartment twenty twenty two whatever. What? And I was um, very frustrated. I was so frustrated. I had seen like five patients that day, and they all did not know why they were on medication. They were telling me whatever reason they were drinking more water to help their blood pressure. Like there was just a lot that I was just like, the system is failing you all mm-hmm. and the system is failing you, not the providers, but mm-hmm. the providers are, the system's failing the providers Yeah. and so then the providers are mm-hmm. failing the patient. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I said, God, there has to be a way for me, cause I'm only one person to help solve oh, wow. more patients. Yeah. And I said, I know you're going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And then boom so that was in 2021 because 2022 is when telehealth for Nora initiative yeah and so then it started i started connecting the dots when i would have meetings with the nps that i'm helping start their practice and identifying just how much they know i'm like oh yeah it's making sense now because i mean there's we we, we cover all 50 states now and so that yeah. that the more that i teach the more patients that they can help and it yeah. all came together
2: wow i wanted to ask you going back to you saying um taking a leap and just starting, how can, or can you highlight even in your life, the last year of telehealthpreneur, how much changes in a year? So for those <laughs> people who are still like, I should, I could, I 12 months. 12 months, yeah. tons of
1: hard work. What has that done for me, man? So, um, okay. So when I decided to go all in, it was like, a, it was a sink or swim moment. Um, I was accidentally unemployed, and so I was like, "You know what? I have enough money in my savings account to get me until deadlines again to get mm-hmm. me until June. We'll figure it out then. Yeah. Once I decided that it this is what I wanted to do everything changed like opportunities came to me that i said yes to because why not why wouldn't you say yes to something so i just said yes to almost everything and then you figure out what you do and don't like after you say yes yeah, like yeah. you don't know you see the final destination But if you skip the journey you will be stuck just looking at the final destination because my final destination has changed yeah like originally i even found you because i thought i wanted a med spa yeah i went and did botox training i was like absolutely i don't want right right and it was worth the investment right to know know that it okay ma'am that's on my (laughs) list. these these are not my people Uh uh-huh and so (laughs) boom i knew that that wasn't for me but in just a year what has changed is i'm completely self-employed i don't want or need for anything like anything that I just say that I want, I can go and get it. Yeah. Um. I travel. I had told these young ladies that I wanted to spend all year traveling, yeah and I didn't. They they kept asking, "Where are you gonna go first? What you gonna do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know. It'll just happen." Mm-hmm. And it did. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I go. I do like. 10 trips in 14 weeks like yeah i barely am houston is home but i'm like barely ever here Mm. um so that has changed for me my network like the people around me on a daily basis the people i talk to on a daily basis my network has completely changed and that's what will a lot of people feel like they don't want to start because there's no one around to help them Well, the minute that you decide to start, the people will come because you attract what Mm -hmm. you are becoming. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid. Like, I mean, be afraid. You will be afraid, but just do it. Yeah. Because we're afraid of everything. Think about when we were baby nurses going to the floor. Right. I was so scared for the needle of somebody. Right. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm like, right. Boom. Right. So we're always scared, but for some reason, it feels safer to be scared when for somebody else's business than to be scared for your own.
0: So I get a lot of people on calls when I'm on calls and they say like um I'm worried about failing, I'm worried about losing money, I'm worried about, you know, um the unknown and and I say those are all the things that will happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you're not getting away from it, nah, you're
0: going to lose money. You're going to take some L's yeah. and you don't know what the heck is coming yeah. up. And so, get rid of that because if that is what is holding you, you will never
1: ever start. Right, ever. Because <laughs> the thing is, is that all of that, all of those same things can happen when you're employed by somebody else. Oh, that is so true.
0: And and they can happen when you're employed by someone else, and they are to your benefit, like. Like you said, you took a training, you pay however much you pay for that training to learn that this is not for you. Yes, that is to your benefit. Mm -hmm. That L that you took is a way for you to become better as a person, as an individual, as an entrepreneur. So that L could have taught you a lesson. It could have been like your testimony, T for testimony, your test. It could have been that. Like it is all about the way you spin it and frame it. And so I think. I think that if we stop using excuses, because that's all we do. They're just excuses to stay where we are and realize that you are
1: failing if you don't do something that you've been called to do. To me, that's the big epic F, that it <laughs> failed. And that, that feeling will never go away. Yeah. It turns yeah. into regret and resentment. Yeah, turns yeah motivation. right now, while you feel it, you can be motivated by it. Right. You look back ten years from now and you have that same feeling. Now you regret not doing it. Now right. you, you resent the idea of even trying to do it now because you consider yourself as failing, but you never even tried. Right. So right. use it as motivation. We're all we're healthcare professionals and so we know about the positive feedback loop and the negative feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use that fear as a positive feedback. Loop. Yeah. Like when i'm under pressure i do my best yeah i don't like to do that now but like when i when it was straight grind mode i yeah. needed to be under pressure i needed to feel like i had a deadline yeah i needed to feel like my family's future depended on me yeah i don't have kids but I would like for my mom and my dad to retire without having to worry about Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if I can figure out how to stop exchanging time for money, everybody around me will learn how to stop exchanging time for money. And it's happening. Yeah. Like there's little bugs that they get inside just because they see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like absolutely it's it's there's so much that goes into the journey and not just the the destination it really is who you become yeah. in
0: the journey that's yeah. the biggest reward you guys it's not the money I promise you can make your ten thousand dollar month your hundred thousand dollar month. it doesn't matter you guys really the biggest reward is who you look back and there's and I always talk about this uh there's this book called 10x is better than 2x by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy and one thing that I just ate up when I read that book was the gain in the gap and what he talked about is like you're never going to reach your destination because you will always move the goalposts. However, that's when you're in the gap. If you're always like trying to get to that 10k month, to that 100k month, to that whatever, you're you're going to still once you get to 100, you're going to push it to a million, you want your first million dollar month, million dollar day. But when you look back, and you see how far you have come, then you're in the game. That's when you get emotional, like, that's when I get emotional about where I started, you know, being a teen mom, dropping out of high school, and like, they call me Dr. Joe, Dr. Who? Me? The hood, Kiana? Like, I don't understand it, right? But I look back and I appreciate it. And that makes me want to grind harder. It's not where I reach these milestones that I reach because I'm never going to reach the one where I'll be like, all right, I'm done. done, Right? Right? Never, Never. You're going to keep on grinding. So like, look back and see how far you've come and appreciate that. And the only way if you stay a nurse and I'm not, you know, some people love it. And for those who love it, I think keep doing what you're doing. But for those who feel like you are burnt. And I talk to y'all all the time. You feel like you're burnt out. You feel like you're unappreciated. You feel like you really can't care for your patients the way you want to. You need to do something. And I, th- and I mean, you need to do something that requires a, a different version of you. There's a transformation that has to happen. And y'all don't want to go through that transformation because it's extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's the <laughs> only way. And I always say this, like you got a mountain in front of you. That sucker not going to move. And that's what y'all praying for. You need to pray for the strength to climb it it's not gonna move, but on the other side of it is the life you want. That means through the uncomfortable creation of content, that means through investing in yourself and a coach. I mean, it may make you extremely uncomfortable to pay somebody. A lot of people worried about that. Well, what if, can you guarantee, girl, no. I can't guarantee you nothing should you marry on this call with me? Like, and it was free. So <laughs> then they want me to guarantee
1: <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to have information. The host is so separate.
0: <laughs> so separate, <laughs> so boom, I can need you some water, Can't right? You your... <laughs> That's all I got for you. But I can guarantee you, you can transform yourself. I can guarantee you that God put this on your heart. And how is his business and not yours? Exactly. That's all you have to know. And I know it's weird because I was listening to you say like, Oh, um all you have to do is like decide and like kind of show up, and people don't know what that do things differently. Your 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 um your uh, people around you will change, and they're like, "Well, what do I do? Go to a damn conference. Let's start there. Go to a conference by yourself. Stop asking for your friends to go with you. They're not gonna go with you. Mm-hmm. Go by yourself. Your tribe will meet you there. Mm-hmm. We met at a conference, and then tim was already a part of the nurse boss mob, and she was like, "I'm a part of the nurse boss. I'm like for real, like for real." And then. That was it. I'm like, oh, girl, this is what you we back and forth. This is how it goes, you guys, because people who are on their journey love to take other people with them, love to pour in other people. I know you do it all the time. I know you do it all the time. That's what we do. But y'all are expecting y'all friends who've been knowing y'all from yay high, they don't they don't know how to support you on the journey, you guys. They just don't have it in them. So Tiff, last thing I want to ask you. We know you have the telehealthpreneur preneur where you're helping. Tell us your, your, your one-liner. What do you, my name is <laughs> Tiffany Brown, I help telehealthpreneur. preneur I help okay. what?
1: My name is <laughs> Tiffany I'm a certified family nurse practitioner and I help nurse practitioners would give the tools that they need to break free of burnout, one oh. virtual visit at a time. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> more. Let me tell you. And and
0: why people think, especially nurses who are not nurse practitioners, why do they think nurse practitioners are not burnt out? The ones who work. I
1: don't they know. think employed nurse practitioners, they're burnt <laughs> out. <laughs> we all have paid. Let's do it. They're burnt out. Like, burnt out. So telehealthpreneur is the perfect collision between telehealth and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So basically, I feel like Nurse practitioners are the best profession to lead this new frontier of virtual healthcare. Mm -hmm. Um, Tech, the big tech companies, the Mm -hmm. big investors, they know it. That's why they're using us. That's why they are once again, creating a whole infrastructure on our back, paying us pennies while they make millions. Mm. So instead I give you the tools and the power to be able to do it yourself, Mm. to pay yourself what you are worth. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's either, you let them pay you pennies and give subpar care. We're not helping patients that way. No. Or you step into your power. You create something that can actually change people's lives mm-hmm. while changing yours at the same time. Wait, I'm going to say you either leverage... Or be leveraged. <laughs> I said that just the other day.
0: <laughs> Leverage or be leveraged. I don't and that hurts. That that was a like a oh, I don't want to be leveraged. <laughs> okay, so if people want to well okay, first of all, we our time is up and I'm mad because I knew this I know this was gonna happen. I knew this was gonna happen. Um first before we go, I want you to give and this is something we ask of all of our guests. Three things people can do right now to get to their next level. What are three things? And it doesn't have to be just for nurse practitioners. It can just be for nurses who are just trying to get to their next level. So it can be anything, mentorship, coach, books, whatever. What do you recommend? Three
1: things that you recommend. Okay. One, I recommend doing some mental health care first. No matter where you are, you can feel like that you have nothing that you need to work on. But if you want to get to a different level than where you are in your life currently, Mm -hmm. whether that be professionally or personally, you have to first start here. This controls everything else. Okay. Okay. So that's one. That's good. Two, I want you to do something that makes you uncomfortable being around, go somewhere that makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If it's going to be around people that are where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So the very first conference that I went mm-hmm. to, I w- it was very uncomfortable, yeah. like I don't belong here. Yeah. Um, I was by myself, but look at who I met. Mm-hmm. So go around people that are doing what you want to do and it's going to be uncomfortable, but you gotta do it. Yeah, that's right. The third one is know that there is a higher calling over your life, whoever you believe has created that calling for me and God he already has decided where you're going to go. Take that pressure off yourself. You don't have to figure out where you're going to go. What you do have to do is be obedient. So just be obedient, whatever. I keep just saying whatever you have inside of you because you know what it is, you have a feeling. Not Not everybody has it, but you know what I'm talking about. So if you have that feeling, be obedient. Yeah that's 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 powerful right there and you guys obedient means
0: not doing what feels good okay even if it doesn't feel good you still do it and you create a way like if he's giving it to you he's gonna see you through it for sure okay tiff so listen i know you have some kind of webinar or something coming yeah. up okay wait before we get to that i just have to ask you how you be doing all them emails like that how you be oh, doing okay. all this tiffany If you guys are on her list i'm you know, like she just told me that i know you- if you guys are on her list, when I say this girl, she, uh, I said, I said, she's a little
1: Grant Cordon, a little Nehemiah Day. It's like, how are you with all of these emails? I studied all, this was my marketing year. Doing good, I'm doing good, you're doing amazing. You're making me step my game up. Oh, that, I need to write these emails.
0: Tiffany, give some, give some, give us some advice. This is, this is really we asking, how the heck, how the heck
2: do you do that? I was in the grocery store and then I saw this and there'll be an email, hey, Guess what I found on my Are
0: you Are you committing to writing one a day? Like, what is your
1: So there is one a day going out. Are you co- Are you writing one? A- definitely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How is it in real time then? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell y'all. That. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, tell us. You, you, really you can tell us. Tell us. The subscription. I mean, give us a little something. You can don't Write no emails anywhere until they get in your mentorship. They definitely not ready for that.
1: You need to leverage. Okay. You got to leverage technology. Right, of course.
0: Well, yeah, and then, okay, but the time, where do you get the time? I, I, I know, you know I know, tech. where do you
1: get the time? That's what I want to know. I have more money than time, so I hire.
0: Yes, that's fine, okay, you leverage, but it's your writing, Tiffany, I know that.
1: <laughs> Something you're doing to at least say, I want it to be about these topics. Yeah, so I do um, a video. I talk about it all, okay. And, and then you boom, you get it transcribed. You know. I got you, I got you, I got you.
0: Oh, that's smart. Oof. I should have paid you for that, girl. That was good, good to see alright Rem- you All right,
1: y'all. We're going to have to have a part two. However, <laughs> I can help. Um, I, have free, I have free live webinar coming up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You can go to telemedicinestartup.com. It is extremely valuable. I basically want you to use this webinar instead of Google because Google is full of a lot. So just yeah. come straight to the source. It is completely free. I have a time. It's B-Y-O-B, bring your own beverage.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. and who is it for? Tell who for. Oh, it's for nurse practitioners. Or aspiring. or aspiring. It's Yeah, so it's for nurse practitioners, um, functional medicine practitioners, PAs, physicians, and student nurse practitioners, yeah. because it's never too early to learn your um, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: You guys, we need a part two. I think we need a part two. Yeah. Because now we got to go a little bit deeper and talk to the entrepreneurs. We really need to talk to them. Um, you guys, this was amazing. Thank you guys for joining us. I, I'm, I'm just going to close it out with that. Um, you guys, if you have nurse besties, nurse friends, that means nurse practitioners, even healthcare, you guys, we really want to empower all of you. Y'all don't gay, keys. Tell them about us. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.